Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Here for the Right Reasons, Us Weekly's Bachelor podcast. I am your host, Sarah Heron, and we have so much to talk about. At the end of this episode, you'll hear my recent rapid fire Q&A with our new bachelorette, Tasha Adams. So stay tuned for that. But first, we have to talk about this week's episode. So I called in an expert on all things being The Bachelorette. You know her from Brad Womack's first season of The Bachelor, season four of The Bachelorette, which we recently found out almost belonged to Chriselle, and I need to ask her about. So without further ado, hello, Deanna Pappas-Stagliano. Is that right? Yeah, you got it. Deanna Pappas-Stagliano, that's a mouthful, right? Yes, did you hear this Chriselle thing? You know what? I have heard that once before because, and the only reason why I've heard this is because Graham Bunn was on my season of The Bachelorette, and apparently he only went on the show because he thought Chriselle was going to be the bachelorette. I guess they had dated before and then they broke up and he was going to try and win her back. And then I guess he got there and it was me instead. <laughs> so, wow, the team. I know. That's the only time I've ever heard of it. That's so funny. Yeah, it recently came back up, I guess, because of the Selling Sunset and Dancing with the Stars. Okay. And Robert Mills was on Nick, Nick Vial's show. And he mentioned that he met with her like 10 years ago. And then you were on Ellen and everyone was like, well, we have to have Deanna because of the Brad. And so you 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 took it back over. But there was oh, like a moment. Look at, me. look at me. And here I thought they didn't have any options. <laughs> no, you were you were chosen. You were totally chosen. And Bachelor Nation got to see you again on TV. And so at first I want to ask you a few questions about your trip to Palm Springs. Okay. Does it okay. include sniffing pants and being weird? Yes, my first question is, tell me everything about sniffing Dale's pants. <laughs> I cannot tell you how many times in the last two weeks people have asked me why I sniffed his pants. And there were so many good memes on Instagram with like me full on his pants in my face. Oh my gosh, they cut the whole bit. So they, they have Claire talk about the date and I guess all of the guys gave her a gift something that they had in their room. Like some guys gave her a shirt, some guys gave her a rose, whatever. I guess Dale at a party was dancing at a rose ceremony or something like that and split his pants. So he gave those to Claire. He went, I guess he doused him in his cologne and then gave those to Claire as his gift. So she was like, oh my God, he smells so good. And I was like, wow, how do you know? And she was like, well, I have his pants. I've been sleeping with him. And I was like, oh my God, yeah, let's see those. And she brings them out and there's this whole bit where we're talking about the pants and she smells them. And then she's like, smell them. And she hands them to me. So I smell them. But of course they only cut to me, like <laughs> sniffing his crotch, like a big old fat weirdo. Like I've been caged up in my house with my husband for too long. I mean, come on. 
I mean, I guess in general with that whole date, like what were the guys supposed to give her? Like, I can't imagine most of them brought like gifts for Claire. I don't think any of them were packing jewelry or diamonds in their in their suitcase at all. That's for sure. No. So I guess. All right. So you smelled the pants. And (laughs) as you were talking, I, 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 I like told one of my girlfriends the other day, I was like, I, I really have to like come up with a spoof of me just like sniffing pants at like in my living room, like sniffing laundry over and over again, because it's so weird. And so many people were like, why would you do that? You weirdo. And I'm like, it's not what it's looked like. I swear. <laughs> Was there a lot that you and Claire talked about or that happened during your visit that we didn't see? I assume so. Yeah. So that was the other thing. So many people asked about that too. It felt like we really just talked about Dale and don't get me wrong. We talked about Dale a lot. Uh, but I went into the conversation with Claire. There was supposed to be a date that day. There was a whole date that they had planned. Um, and it was going to be kind of like a, a game show thing where we were going to get to interview the guys just about lady parts kind of thing. Uh, but in Claire's defense, she really stood her ground and was like, listen, I just put these guys through st- uh, strip dodgeball. Like, I don't want to put them through something else that's really, really silly. I would much rather just have quality time with them and get to know them and talk to them. So we didn't end up filming that date. But... I still got to sit down and film with Claire and we talked for probably two and a half hours. And unfortunately you see two minutes of us just talking about Dale, 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 Dale. Uh, But really we talked about everything. We talked about all of the guys. We talked about night one. We talked in depth about the situation that went down with Yosef uh, and how hurt and crushed she was by that. And and she really just like, she was like all of the guys rallied around me and I felt so supportive, but like, she's like, I haven't been talked to like that in a really long time. She was like, he beat me down and it like, broke me. So um, we talked about a lot. We talked about a lot of the guys. We talked about a lot of the dates. We talked about everything that's happened from night one. But unfortunately, you only see us talk about Dale. But here's the thing. I realized pretty early on and I was I really went there to encourage Claire because the producers had told me beforehand, they were like, listen, she really likes one guy in particular. She feels really attracted to him and she only wants him. She was like, you don't understand what I feel for this one guy in particular is magnetic. She said, I am trying very hard to keep an open heart and open mind to these other guys, but I am just drawn to this other guy. I think about him constantly. I want more time with him. We have this incredible connection and chemistry. And you know what? I couldn't argue that because like, I knew when I met Steven, I was like, oh yeah, yeah, I'm gonna marry this man. You know, and sometimes that's just undeniable. And so ultimately the conversation just turned to what she feels for Dale. and. I wanted to learn more about Dale. I wanted to know what she knew about Dale. And more importantly, I wanted to know if Dale felt the same way. So yeah, that's that's kind of what was shown, but we did talk about so much more, but I, I learned pretty quickly that like she was in love. So when you left, were you like waiting for that phone call to be like, she was probably gonna start early, maybe an engagement. Did you think she was gonna see it through? Like, what did you think was gonna happen when you, after your chat? You know what? I, I thought that they were going to see it through, really, because I was like, well, what's what are the other options? Like, it's The Bachelor. It's, right. It's a global pandemic. Like, they're quarantined in La Quinta Inn. You know, like, what, did they just got a couple bachelorettes on standby? I guess they did, right? Yeah. Um, I, I left kind of knowing, and I, I talked to uh, Rachel about this shortly after because she was the only other person who was in the know because she was actually supposed to come in the day that I was leaving because she was going to film with Claire. And oh. so she was the only person who knew what happened because they had to call and say like, hey, we are not going to be filming with you. Um, so she and I talked a bit 
and I, I, what I shared with her is like, after I had filmed with Claire, I, I go to do my like personal ITMs with one of the producers and pretty much all they asked me about was Claire and Dale. And, and they were pretty much like, wouldn't this be really great if this was their love story? And it was love at first sight and they ride off into the sunset. And so then everything starts turning and I'm like, they're totally setting this up for the Claire and Dale show. Like they're totally setting this up. But the other piece that I didn't quite understand was like, how are they going to bring somebody in and film the rest of the show? So, you know, I've seen all of the rumors out there. I don't know what is true, but clearly Tasha had to be there and yeah. quarantine. She couldn't just pop in the next right. day and film. So like, I, I don't know. And Tasha has been really mum. We have a, a bachelorette group chat. I think I told you before. And we've all been like cheering Claire on and we sent her some flowers and stuff because it's been a really difficult road for her. Uh, there is so much hate and negativity online and social media for her. And that just like breaks my heart because, you know, we went what months ago to like rooting this girl on like, mm -hmm. yeah, this 39 year old strong independent woman who knows what she wants. And then the second she takes what she wants, everybody's like, oh, she's the worst. She's, she doesn't give anybody a chance. She's a bitch. She's all these things. And I'm like, wow, 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 wow. And mm -hmm. you even know her. None of you even know her, you know, like yeah. that just, that like killed me. I, I it was like broke my heart. So, so, um, uh, just yesterday, uh, Rachel added Tasha to our group chat. And so we were all Aww. just cheering her on and just saying like, we couldn't wait to watch her and super excited to add her to the group of ladies, you know, um, and just hoping that like this goes really well for her. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy just as, you know, someone who covers the show and watches the show and has watched it forever. I, you know, people are very intense and they yeah. get very upset when like rules that aren't really rules are broken. And my whole thing has been like, yeah, it was definitely unconventional. It's been a little, you know, strange and easy to yeah. poke fun at or whatever, but there's one, a line between laughing at, you know, pants smelling and stuff and yeah. being mean. <laughs> and also we're still getting the show. So like, it's all good. If we only got like four weeks then yeah, I might've been like, all right, I was gypped of my 12, yeah, 12 yeah, week yeah, bachelor, yeah. but we're still getting the show. So it's all Oh, good. I think and they're all going to go to paradise. So nobody <laughs> has to worry. Like, come on, they're setting, I, you know, I, I am just like in general in my life, I want to like be kind to people and I want to build people up and I want to love on other people and be their biggest cheerleaders, you know? So for me, and especially knowing Claire before her season, I don't, and, and, and also knowing what she went through and having the opportunity to go and talk to her during filming and, and just see where she stood and how she felt. And then also because of that, since I was the only one who knew what happened, we would talk quite a bit throughout the process. And, and she, I just felt bad that this should have been a process for her, a time in her life that was most joyful, that she was super excited about. And pretty much she was like, I've deleted my Instagram. I can't watch the show. Like I can't handle the things that people are saying about me. And that's wrong. Like, like wrong, like social media robbed the joy from what this should be for her. So I was actually texting with one of my girlfriends uh, this morning and she was just saying like, I'm watching your girl Claire on Instagram. And I am so glad that she and Dale are living their best life. You know, like if you have not been watching their Instagram stories and watching their feed, like it's just so good to see them together because they are truly happy. You know, Steven and I had the opportunity to have dinner with Claire and Dale one night and it's true. Like it's undeniable. Like they are a great fit for each other. And like Steven has a big old fat man crush on Dale. Like they, <laughs> we were only going to go for like an hour and a half because we didn't want to you know, impede on their special time together. But like we ended up staying for like three and a half hours and drank way too much wine. And Claire, it was Dale's birthday. So we were like over the moon and happy. And he's just such a good dude and they're a good fit for each other. And they're kind to one another and they support each other. And all of those things that you want to see in a relationship that, you know, hopefully can be successful and survive, you know, the roller coaster ride that they're on right now. I know. I almost feel like they might have maybe even a better chance than some other couples because they don't have to watch Claire date anyone else. That's one advantage, right? Like a lot of The Bachelor, I feel like the drama is based on watching the your your you know person 
make out with other people. So they don't have that problem. Right. And clearly from the very beginning, it was all about Dale. So he knows that he was the front runner. Like there's no denying any of that, you know? So yeah, I think that, uh, I think that this may be one couple that like the cards are not quite stacked against them. Like it, it is a true love story. And I think that's really beautiful. And you know what else? I think most of the people watch the bachelor and the bachelorette for the love story. We all want to see the fairy tale ending. And Claire right. got a fairy tale ending. So why is everybody so mad? I don't know. We'll see. We'll we'll see how it plays out with the rest of it. In this episode specifically, I almost feel like if they waited a little bit longer to give us that sit down with Chris Harrison, that might have helped because maybe it was a little bit of like Dale fatigue for Bachelor Nation. <laughs> so if we waited and maybe didn't see them for a few weeks, everyone would have been like, "Oh yeah, they're still going strong. That's great." So maybe that didn't yeah. help. But I mean. I'm, I wonder if they will. There's no that. reason to root against them. There's no yeah. reason to root against them. I, I wonder if they will do that though, because I know they continue to film them some as they yeah. go Palm Springs. So I wonder if they will continue to do that this season, or will they just let Claire and Dale ride off into the sunset and let Tasha have her her time and her spotlight? Like that would also be really cool. Um, but I wonder, you know, will they continue to update us of what transpired in Palm Springs, or are we just going to have to like? swarm their Instagram, you know? I don't know. I've been trying to figure out this timeline for months, months. <laughs> and my my best guess right now is that Claire's show started filming around July 18th. And a week later, they started calling back those guys that they brought back. Because those four guys who we met on this week's episode were cast in the initial 42. And then they cut you, down to 31. Tasha started filming on July 18th, right? No, that was Claire's first rose ceremony date. Oh, was it? Unless the internet's a liar. Well, I'm trying to think back when I was there. I was definitely there in July because it was 120 degrees. I think Claire and Dale got engaged around like July 30th. But this is all just like me trying to do math. No, you're right. You're totally right. Because I was away for work uh, through the beginning of August. So that would be right. Because because I was there and I filmed. And then the day that we filmed, I left the very next morning. And then that's when everything kind of like went haywire. Right. So I think they reached out around that weekend, basically a weekend of filming to make sure they could get some of those guys, those 11 guys that they sent home who didn't make the first round and to bring some back. And then I'm sure who knows how early they had Tayshaun on speed dial. That's my like, I've been trying to figure that out. I can't figure it out. I am right there with you. I am right there with you. I'm like, was she just like in the condo next to me when (laughs) I was there, like doing her quarantine? You know, it makes me wonder because it sounds like production all saw this really early on as well. Like, you know, again, having been on the show, what, 12 years ago, 13 years ago, I knew a lot of the producers um, and everybody was, you know, really saying like, it's, it's been a wild, it's been a wild time, you know, who knows what's going to happen, you know? So it just makes you wonder uh, how much did they know? How much were they already planning for? And really like if Claire felt this strongly about Dale from the very beginning, how were they going to make a show? Yeah. You know, and, and, and I saw it right off the bat. Like she, she was trying to be fair, but like, you cannot deny what she felt towards Dale. Like, how do you come up with 13 episodes and it get down, been, right? Get down it, to three guys and like fantasy suites and all that stuff. When yeah. like she really only wants to be with Dale. People who are upset about it should think about the alternative. If they, if they wrote it out, they would have just had to edit out all the really obvious Dale stuff. And we would have been like, this is boring. We know it's Dale. Yeah, right, right. It wouldn't have been enjoyable for anyone. Yes. Let's talk about Tasha and these new men that did come in. What were your thoughts on them deciding to bring in new men? And then the guys, like their reaction to it, like when you're watching the episode, just what were your thoughts on Tasha's like entrance and the new guys and stuff? Okay, so A, she looked gorgeous going uh-huh. in. The only piece that kind of rubbed me the wrong way is like when she comes in, the guys are just like, oh, 
like they don't know who she is. Right. You know, and I thought, oh, that's so interesting because maybe they wouldn't have like it wasn't out there that she was going to be the bachelorette. And I guess a lot of times in previous seasons, they announced the bachelorette. So you are able to see who she is and get to know her or whatever, if you didn't see the season that she was on. But I thought it was interesting when they brought her in because the guys are all sitting around the circle being like, oh, man, you know, well, I hope whoever they bring in really is here for the right reasons and gives us all a fair chance and blah, blah, blah. And then she comes to the door and they're just like, whoa. But they're all looking around like, who is she? Is this a joke? Is she for <laughs> us? Or is she the maid? Like, is she here to bring cocktails? You know, I yeah. just like the looks on their faces. I thought they could have played that up a little bit better. And then even still, she has to be like, hello, I am Taisha. Taisha. I am here. You know, so. I feel like she introduced herself several times. Like she, <laughs> she was like, did. don't forget, Taisha, Taisha, she Taisha. Did. She did. She did. So, but I thought she looked really beautiful. And, and I love seeing the, uh, the guys. Um, be blown away. I mean, she is stunning, right? And I love yeah. seeing a black bachelorette. Like, I think that is, goodness gracious, well overdue, you know? Um, and uh, with the guys that they brought in, uh, I'm so glad they did that because I was really worried that they were just going to use Claire's leftovers. And I hate to put it that way, but I think right. we all kind of feel that way. Like, I almost felt bad for Tasha that she was going to step into a moment and only date the guys that Claire didn't want. Yeah. And then they were going to have these preconceived notions of what the show was and falling in love and everything else. So I was really glad to see that they brought in other people or brought back other guys that had not been through the entire process to date. Because I was like, oh, man, what a bummer for her. They're all going to be like, well, Claire did this. Claire did that. Claire made out with me, but she didn't make out with him. But, you know, like at least she gets yeah. a fair chance and a fair um, like setup to date some of these guys um, pretty genuinely. Yeah, and I thought that the limo entrances, getting a few of those, I think it, it doesn't, didn't surprise me that she ended up giving her first impression rose to Spencer, who was one of the new guys, because yeah. that was very Bachelorette, right? Like, I imagine standing in that limo or at that resort, seeing the guys come out of the limo makes it feel real versus just walking into the room and being like, all right, here I am. Hello, everyone. Who yeah. wants a cocktail and a rose? You know, like, I, I, the whole season, you know, I've been talking with Desiree uh, Siegfried Hartsock, you know, and, and we've been like chatting on Instagram live each week and just kind of dissecting the season because even for us who have been on the show and you would call like, I guess, veterans, I don't even know how you say that, but <laughs> even for us, we're like, what are they going to do? Like most of the time we get the process of the show, right? Someone comes in, they get to date all these guys, they get down to uh, hometown dates and they get down to fantasy dates. And then there's one person they write off into the sunset. But like this season, everybody is like, what, what, what happens next? Like, yeah. will you bring in three bachelorettes tomorrow? Like, what are you going to do? Is Chris going to like join them for slumber parties? Like, where do they go? We're getting a lot of Chris Harrison. That's one thing. We're getting a lot of Chris Harrison, he which is, is fun. Definitely earning his paycheck this season. Are you surprised that production didn't maybe give them more information on Tasha? Like, I thought they would set it up where one guy might be like, oh, I watched her Paradise season or I know this about her. Like, they really just made it seem like they had no idea who she was. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Um, but I wonder from a production standpoint, was it a bit frantic? Were they trying to figure out where to go, how to move forward from here? And then was it also the piece, like if they told them up front, I, you know, would the guys have just been like, oh yeah, I don't know who she is or right. I, you know, I don't know. So I thought it was an interesting play, but I wonder, was it just pretty much panic mode in Palm Springs? And they were like, what do we do? What do we do? What do we do? What do we do? Yeah, you I know? think that, I think it was. <laughs> I think you're probably right. <laughs> so I want to talk about Spencer because he was kind of, he got her first impression rose. He was very cute. He came out, you know, 
very caught her attention very quickly. He was one of the new guys. But the other men hated him from the second he walked into the room. And I can't decide if I think they're maybe a little jealous or if he really is like a jerk. And I, I guess we'll find out. But like it was an interesting introduction. Yeah, it's kind of hard to make um, to make judgments so quickly yeah. on him. But like I imagine the other guys like already have this bromance going on. They're all like friends. They've built this bond together when they were there for Claire. And then they were put through the whole Claire and Dale situation. And then their bachelorette walks away, you know. So I imagine for them that they already have that kind of friendship that you build in this process with the other contestants. And so when he walked in on night one, already swooping the new bachelorette off her feet when they've been there for weeks Mm -hmm. And what, 27 COVID tests later, they're like, really, do really, dog, really? Like, you couldn't just throw us a bone? Like, come on, man. You know, so I'm sure there was a bit of jealousy going on. And they were also, they're all hoping for their chance at love, right? And then this yeah. guy comes in on night one. He's probably been there five days and had one COVID test. And he's going <laughs> to knock her off her shoes, knock her off her feet, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. That's true. Well, we saw Jason was the one who had the one-on-one -on -one date with Claire the first week and had, you know, the emotional connection with her. He like spilled a lot about his parents and about his past relationships. And he was like a lot, he was very heavy. And he was the one who couldn't get over the Claire yeah. of it all. Cause the other guys were being a little shady. Like I already have a better connection with Tasha than Claire. <laughs> and this guy was like really upset about it. And it was very interesting to see. Cause I was so curious to know if it was possible for them to like shift just cause when I assume when you're on the show, you're just thinking about that person so much, you do convince yourself you're in love with them. Yeah. And he was yeah. the one who couldn't get over it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think you're totally right. I also think that out of all of the guys that were there, uh, Jason, right. Uh, mm -hmm. Next to Dale, he and Claire had a genuine connection. You know, I don't think that they were in love by any means because of Dale, but uh, I think that, that they had a genuine connection. I think they really liked each other. I think they had very good conversation, you know, and he's not unattractive by any means. But I would imagine for him in particular, because he was the only other person who was given that much time and that connection with Claire, that it probably was really hard because just from being on the show, like I know, even on Brad's season, it became really hard for me the closer we got to like final four, final three, to have a friendship with the other girls, because I was like, this is weird. We're all dating the same guy. And you know, like even Jenny, like I remember loving Jenny, but she was really open with her connection with Brad and her feelings with Brad. And I remember, I think it was the fantasy dates we were in Cabo and Jenny and I snuck out and saw each other. We like had wine in the hot tub or something. And talking about how in love she was with Brad. And like this connection and then making out and stuff. And I was like, I, I don't know what to do. Like I'm doing the same thing. This feels so weird, you know? So <laughs> I, I would imagine probably for all of them, it is, it is the same to, to, to kind of shut off that friendship, but also you're there dating the same woman, but like cheering each other on in this weird right. way. Like it's such a weird roller coaster of emotions. It really is. And you're, you're, you're locked in this bubble and yeah. those guys in particular, they were at the La Quinta Inn, right? But they had their own rooms. They don't get to have a television. They don't get to have a phone. You have to have a COVID test to go work out, to even be able to go outside of your room wow. to go to the gym. You know, so like even more so for those guys, I felt like they were even more separated and secluded. What about with Dale? Because I feel like on the internet, it was kind of split on like, do how did how should Dale handle his relationship with the guys when he's so in love with Claire? There was that awkward like group hug moment. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine they probably played that up a bit. Like, like just from the small amount of time we have spent with Dale, like he's pretty likable. He's like mm -hmm. a guy's guy, you know, I imagine they probably all really liked him, but 
literally what 12 days in he's like all right dude <laughs> yeah. i'm riding off to the sunset with my girl just proposed with a four and a half carat diamond please enjoy your time like i'm sure yeah like, what what in the actual f just happened <laughs> Like, totally. what just happened? Did Dale just leave? Did Claire leave? What Are we going to stay? Is the pool warm? Like, what's going on? I was, I was confused. Like, were, they were probably like, what is exactly? Do we just go home now? Like, what happens? Yeah. yeah. The other two guys that we saw Taisha bond with were Zach C. and Brendan, which was interesting because I didn't even remember really seeing them with Claire. So that was kind of nice. <laughs> so the same. I, I feel exactly the same way. It's kind of nice to see... Uh, I think it would have actually been really weird had Taisha came in and been really attracted to the same guys that Claire was attracted like to. Like Jason and Blake. Right, right. And I think ones. vice versa. Like if the guys that were really attracted to Claire were also really attracted to Taisha, that would have been weird. You would have been the whole time thinking like, oh, well, are they just there for fame? Are they just there to sell like gummy bear hairs on Instagram? <laughs> like what? Or do they really like her, you know? So I think it's kind of cool to see some guys pop into view that we have not seen before. Yes, I agree. I did have a little moment of PTSD when Taisha was talking about how she thought after her one-on-one date that she was with her husband. I was like, oh no, but she can't <laughs> yeah. be saying that already. Like, we're not supposed to say that after the first one-on-one yeah. -on -one date. Like, no. Yeah, we're all like, no, no, no. Take it down a level, girl. Give us at least eight more episodes. Please, please, please. <laughs> Yes, but it was interesting to see them bond over their past divorces and that they've both been married and they seem to be like a sweet match. So it was nice to see genuine love there for Tasha and kind of have a more classic first night, I guess, overall. For sure. And I also appreciate that she was able to open up and be pretty true to who she is and her experiences in life coming into this uh, coming into this this situation and in the season. Yes. I just have a few more questions for you before I let you go <laughs> that we're asking everyone in The Bachelor, um, including Matt James' season is currently filming. We're asking everyone advice, tips, what you're hoping for for Matt James. Well, I guess we're all hoping for Matt James that he is able to keep an open mind <laughs> and be true to who he is and have genuine feelings. But no, I think at the end of the day, especially everyone who has gone through this process and been on the show, you truly want them to find something really incredible and something really special. And, you know, I think even more so now the show has changed so much since I was on it so long ago, you know, like, like I truly went on the show for the right reasons as, as cliche as that sounds like I didn't get paid. I, I didn't take this big paycheck. I wasn't hoping for this big Instagram following. Like I truly went on the show for the fairy tale ending. And so for me in particular, I really hope that for, for people who go on the show now, like I understand that there are great opportunities and you ab absolutely should take advantage of, of these really awesome things. But, you know, my hope for everyone is that they stay true to who they are. This doesn't go to your head because eventually you have to go back to your real job. Um, but that, that you enjoy the ride and that you find something really special. You know, be honest, be true, be real. And, and he seems like a really great guy. I don't know him. He seems like he comes from a solid uh, foundation. So I am hoping that for him as well. Yes, me too. And all the bachelor moms, I have to, I always ask one, have, have your kids seen anything yet? And two, <laughs> will, would you let them go on the show? I always have to ask. I, I ask uh, all the time. Okay. I'll answer this backwards. I can't even go there. Like I, I love Austin so much. Like to even think about him dating, at all. I just like, cannot go there. Like he climbed in bed with me this morning and like got right on top of me and hugged me and kissed me on the cheek. He was like, I love you mama. And I was like, that's it. You're staying with me forever. You're never leaving. You're mine forever, ever and ever. And then my Addison, she is just such a sweet girl. I cannot even fathom putting her on reality television, not even just like the bachelorette to like date, but like just 
you know, she's so sweet. She's so innocent. She is so kind, you know, and she is so thoughtful and so inclusive. Like I would never want her to experience exactly what Claire has gone through that social media hate. Like, I don't want her to ever go through that. Like she is just such a great girl. And I would never want that to, to Jade who she is as a person. And, and that's what I think about, you know? Um, and then Secondly, what was the other question? Have they seen any, any clips or anything? Oh gosh. So no, they have not. Austin in particular could care less. He has no clue, but Addison, the older she gets, you know, she's in school now. And some of her friends are saying like, oh, my mom said she saw your mom on TV. You know, she said that to me one day. And then the other day I came in the, the door and they were like, are you famous? And I was like, no, <laughs> mommy is not famous. No. And they were like, well, why are you on TV? Why are you doing all of these things? And like, it's so hard to explain right now, but this summer, while Brad Womack's second season was, or the first season too, both of them re-airing, uh, Addison saw a clip. They sent it to me ahead of time so that I could um, see what was going to be shown, obviously. Um, and she saw, and it was me kissing Brad. And she leaned over and she was like, why are you kissing that man? That is not my daddy. <laughs> and I was like, I know, it's so weird to explain. Like, I was on television once a really long time ago on this show. And she was like, why are you kissing him? And I was like, I'm, I don't know how to explain this. When you're older, I'll be happy to tell you. But yeah, they kind of have no clue. But no, we have not let them watch it. It's clearly not appropriate for my children at this age <laughs> to watch. And also, they just don't understand. Like, you know, Addison, she just doesn't get it. She's like, why, why are you on TV? I don't understand. Was, is daddy famous too? Like, what is going on? You're like, no, just daddy's brother. Um, so my, my, my last question, if you want to talk about any of your winter must haves and all that, because I always say that you have not aged. Like, I don't just say oh, that, like you have not you aged. So much. Your skin oh, is the same. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate that. I've gone through a skin journey this year because I've had uh, melasma after having kids. So oh. I have like tried really hard to get rid of some of those dark spots. Uh, but um, I use... Uh, on a weekly basis, I, I use face masks. I love the Aloysia Beauty face masks. And for me, I think people say, oh, well, you can go to Walmart and you get cheap ones or whatever. To me, that's not like these are, I hate the word moist, but I don't know how else to describe them because the word is so gross, but like they're so moisturizing to your face. And, and again, I'm a, I'm a flight attendant. I travel a lot. So my skin is really, really dry when I'm on the road. So I have like three or four stuck in my suitcase. I'll do them while I'm on the road. I do them while I'm at home. And for How me, often are you supposed to do face masks? Well, I try to do them for myself once a week, unless okay. I'm traveling, unless I'm traveling because being in the plane and at elevation, you know, it's just very drying altogether. So I, if I'm on the road, if I'm traveling, I'll do three a week. And, okay. and the nice thing about the Aloysia Beauty ones is they have a seven day uh, skincare system. So like over the summer, I traveled to Turks and Caicos and I was gone for like nine days. It was a lot. But I did, when I got back, I did the seven day again, just to get like my skin back into, I, I guess, like my, my routine, you know, because Turks and Caicos was beautiful, but it's humid. Right. So there was a lot of moisture, but when I get back in Los Angeles, like it's so dry here. Like as soon as I get back, I feel like everything looks old and dry. So no, I mean, I really do mean it. Every time you pop up on a, on a show after a few years, I'm like, she looks like the same. This is unfair. Oh, they could have oh, been, been talking you. anytime. Well, thank you so much. I love picking your brain. I could talk to you forever, but I know you got some I kids. We you got to get for another two hours. You know, maybe yes. we could just come on over and babysit. Thank you so much. It was great. Have to talk a good to one. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much to Deanna for joining us. All that inside scoop from what went down in La Quinta. I could have talked to her forever, but we have to get to my chat with Taisha herself. She gave scoop about what it was like to film the show after, you know, the guys were with Claire and, you know, tease what's to come. So here's my chat with Taisha. 
When you got this call, and I know you must have been so excited, but was there any hesitation because you knew that this cast of men was technically for Claire? I mean, absolutely. Like, naturally, that's a hesitation you have. And um, I the guys knew that it was going to be Claire and I didn't know if they were going to be accepting or if they were willing to open their hearts or if they had fallen in love. Like I didn't know what was going on. So it was definitely a hesitation. So in, in looking back in retrospect, do you think that that affected how your journey went a little bit? Were there some guys who maybe were missing Claire or anything like that? Um, well, it was definitely conversations that we had like night one. So once I started having a conversation after one after the other, one after the other, every single guy really reassured me that they were so happy and excited. And, um, once I had that confidence, I was like, okay, I got this, but there were some guys, yes, that were still having feelings for Claire. And so we talked about that as well. So you said that you, um, wished Claire maybe warned you about some of the guys. Um, have you spoken to her yet? Is there still been no conversation between the two of you? No, we, we have been in communication, but I think at the same time, like just having respect for each other's experiences has been really, really nice. So if you could have picked her brain, what, what would you have asked her if you did cross paths in Palm Springs? Ooh. Um, you know what? Even if I did have the opportunity, I don't know if I would have asked. Really? I like to like, because this is the thing. Like, I have learned that you have to give everybody a chance and you have to, you never know what that's going to look like. It might not look like the same for you as it did for somebody else. So um, if there's anything that I've learned from Bachelor is to give every single person a chance. Okay. So we know that Claire has been open about, you know, seeing Dale's Instagram and getting all hyped up about him. The names are technically out for you too. Did you do any cyber stalking? I did not. I did really? not. How did you stop yourself? Well, to, I mean, when I was in quarantine, I didn't think that this phone call was ever going to come, you know, and at that point, Bachelorette had started airing and I did look at the guys once they were first announced for Claire, but that was like months and months ago. And, um, I didn't really have the chance to look at them before. And I'm glad I didn't, to be honest. You've said before that if you were going to be the Bachelorette, you needed them to be a little older, a little more mature. Um, I think that was when Hannah season was airing. Did, did that work out for you then? Cause Claire was a, a, the older Bachelorette. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I couldn't have asked for like a better group of men. Um, I've always said I want an older, more mature man that has depth and all of these guys have exactly that. So it was like perfect. So now that you've gotten to see some of these guys that you interacted with, also interact with Claire, was there anything that stood out to you that you wish you knew or that was like surprising to you as you were watching those first couple episodes? Um, you know, I was watching, but I was trying not to like be in my head because our experiences were so different and they didn't know I was coming. I didn't know I was coming. So I'm happy that they like dove into it the way that they did. But then also at the same time, I'm like, Oh really? <laughs> you know what I mean? Watching it back. But, um, yeah, I didn't think too much about it. Were there any guys that Claire let go of when you were watching where you're like, Oh, maybe I would have, I would have worked with him or do you even remember? You know what? I, I didn't actually think about that now. Um, well, we see in the trailer that your divorce is going to be like a common, uh, maybe a theme. Um, was it hard to be so open about that on the show? You know, no, it's not hard at all because it's definitely something that I've experienced in the past, but, um, and it led me to today. Um, uh, but I don't want it to define me because it doesn't define me. It's just something that I grew from and I learned from. Um, but yeah, it definitely played into me being here. So. 
having being married before, does that make you more con um, uh, cautious going into an engagement on the show? Did, was that in the back of your head or were you ready to jump in? I mean, having been married before, I feel like my feelings on that is I'm not just going to do anything just to do something. I'm not going to do it because I feel like I need to or do this and that. I'm going to do it because it's the right thing to do and I'm excited and I'm happy and this and that and this and that. So um, yeah, if it were to happen, it'd be with the right sentiment. Have you heard from your ex-husband or any of your bachelor exes since this whirlwind experience has gone on? Oh my gosh. No, I have not. And even if I have, I, I, I'm, I'm on cloud nine right now. Just, just let a girl live. <laughs> totally. Is there anything you're dreading to watch back from now that it's all finally, I'm sure there's been a lot of hype and you've been waiting for everyone to be in on the secret and to know. So what are you excited to watch back? What are you dreading to watch back? What can you tease? I mean, I'm just excited just to watch. Like, I had the best time. Um, there's not really anything that I regret. I mean, is it kind of like mortifying to watch yourself make out on television and know that your dad is also watching? Like, yes. <laughs> so I'm not looking forward to that. But other than that, no, I, I, I can't wait. We also saw your dad in the trailer for the season, you know, kind of maybe disapproving of one of the men. How much does that impact your decision, your family's role in the show? I mean, my family is everything to me. So, um, and I, I really do value my parents' opinion. So it's going to play a part. And were they, how, what was their reaction when you called them and you were like, by the way, I know I told you I wasn't the bachelor two months ago, but now I am. <laughs> Psych. Um, it was, I mean, they were really happy for me. We talked about all the things, like if I should be hesitant or this or that and this and that. And, but they were overly like very, very, very happy. And what are you looking for in a guy? Because I know you can't tell me whether you're with someone or not, but if, if we are looking out, you know, as the season starts to, your season starts to air, what should we be looking out for to know if they're going to be good for you? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, someone that challenges me, someone that has depth, someone that is a big people per. I mean, people, well, yes, people person, but also like a family person. Um, those are just things like I've been on the hunt for for a while. And someone that's adventurous makes me laugh. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, life's too short. You just gotta have to have fun. So no regrets from this whirlwind bachelorette experience. No regrets. Thank you everyone for tuning in to another episode of Here for the Right Reasons. Thank you, Deanna. Thank you, Taisha. And don't forget to come back next week for more Bachelor goodness. Leave a five-star review on iTunes. Share, like, subscribe, and we'll talk to you next week.